How's it going, guys? Hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast that we've been putting out recently. I just wanted to hop on here before we get this podcast underway and give a few quick announcements. The first being that we will be at Huntstock August 11th through the 13th. Um, We will be selling our hats that we have been displaying on our social media pages and that you guys have seen us wearing. So if you guys are interested in purchasing those, make sure you stop by the booth, come chat with us, tell us some stories. It'll be a really good time. We're really looking forward to it. We will also be selling... Todd Mead's book, Pursuing Public Land Bucks. Um, Todd Mead's been on our podcast before. He's a a friend of ours, and uh, he's killed a lot of really good bucks in the Adirondacks and throughout the country. It's a really good book. Um, So if you're interested in purchasing that, make sure you stop by and grab one of those as well. Lastly, I just got the opportunity to sit down with the boys over at StaggerCast and do a quick podcast with them. Um, So if you haven't listened to that yet, go check that out. With that being said, let's uh, jump right into the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy. This is the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. Here we go. Yeehaw! Oh, what a high! <laughs> <laughs> Take him, Corey. That a boy. All right, guys, welcome back to the Adirondack Bucks and Beyond podcast. Got a full house today. Got everyone here and a returning guest, Adam Arquette. Thanks Pleased for- to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we want to start off today? Uh, we saying? definitely want to hear about his 2021 season. Yes. We want yeah. to hear about how that went for you. 22? Excuse me, 2022 season. Well, I, know <laughs> what you, I know what you were going for. Yeah, I, it's 2023, so. Yeah, no, we're rocking it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a minute. Uh, we can help you. It was friggin' hot out last yeah, year. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's all. Well, I didn't get the snow. Much, so I don't know. I think when it. did we get snow? The sixteenth was that the first day we got snow? It of was November. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right to me because we probably hunted on good snow for about two weeks before I killed my bucks. Yeah, I don't even remember if I saw a deer until then. That and sounds then, about right. Yeah, that first day it snowed. I of course I had you know monsters on camera. Right, and I was going in. Well, I had that big fat eight pointer, the the, the, the through the ice buck from the year before. Oh right, yeah, right, yeah, from the last podcast. Yeah, right? last yeah. Story. So, uh, I th- I think it was the same one, and that I you don't get many two hundred pounders, you know. But I think this was a legit one. Yeah. So I was kind of after him, and it just I went into that area the first day we got snow, when I should have went somewhere else. But anyways, I got in there and. Yeah, I didn't even find a track until middle of the day that day. And then he took me for a ride. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he went through some nasty stuff. I ended up a long ways away from the truck and hitchhiking back at the end of the day. Right. It is a good thing we have Vermont hunters in uh, the Adirondacks because they're always willing to give you a ride back. To <laughs> <laughs> and that's what the guy did. He's like, he's like, I couldn't let you walk. Where'd you park, son? I'm some old guy. I'm like, well, I'm a long ways that way. Because I'm heading that way anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you for honor. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I seen, and then I talked to you. We were in the same area the next day. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And I saw, I did, I saw, how many bucks did I see that day? I don't know now. Yeah. I saw, well, I let a little four-pointer go. I took a video of him. Right. And yeah, then you I did. had, there was a big one there. I had tracked a big one a ways and finally was catching up to him and there was a hot doll so they were all around together in that little four-pointer he was just 
they were all just trying to get a piece, but it wasn't happening. The big one was with the doe. Sure. And um, so I skedaddled through them. Ended up pushing out the, the big one. He went farther away, and it was late in the afternoon. Well, there was another one there. He'd split off towards the truck, so I went kind of following him, you know, half-heartedly. And uh, he was coming back to try to get back near that big one with the doe. And he's like, you know, basket rack eight-pointer. Your average eight-pointer. It was yeah. kind of a little early to flatten him. <laughs> when he turned, he's walking away, and I'm like, oh, man, I probably should have shot him. <laughs> <laughs> so he walked off. Yeah, you hear that all the time. Guys are like, I passed this buck. And then, like, ten seconds later after he runs, we're like, I probably shouldn't have passed. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah it, well, it happens to be all the time. But then it's like when you don't do that and you get one, it's like, oh, man, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. all. And yeah. Wait, what, what was the date? That was the up? 17th, maybe. 17th. It was the second day on snow. And things were crunchy that day. Yeah. It was rough. You remember the time period he's talking about, Core? We spent some time yeah, up in oh, that yeah. same area. Yeah, yeah it, it was not very good. Well, I couldn't believe. Now, I had gone over there, and I didn't even plan on hunting where I went. I think we would have ended up right near each other. If we'd cross the road, we'd have run right into yeah, each other. Yeah, so I had drove down that road, and it was like every spot I had in mind, there was like three or four trucks there. And I mm-hmm. wasn't there that late. They are just already there. I'm like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> Going somewhere else. But, right. Yeah, there was a good amount of snow on the ground, so everybody was trying to get there as well they could. Yeah. You know, that was a pretty good and early snow. And that had the most snow because I actually was at camp. Yeah. Coming down. Sure. But I don't know. I'll tell you. I don't know if I told you. I got service at my camp now. So I had gotten a text message from uh, Joel, who is a mutual friend of all of ours. Yeah. yeah. Probably half the listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joel. Well, Joel had sent me. Joel had sent me. He got a picture on his cell cam of the legend. Yeah. Oh, is this when you? I don't know if I should say the legend's name, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah. is is the legend the the guy who walked by his camera with no shirt on? Or? <laughs> That's the real legend. <laughs> yeah. We'll and, get into that. He just <laughs> happens to be sitting right across from us. <laughs> we'll get into that heated moment at some point. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, I got a message from Joel, and that was uh, yeah, that was that night. So I didn't get that one. It was a long day. And jo- I got a message from Joel, and it was like late. He's like, he went by the camera, so I knew where it was. Yeah, I knew the time, and I just, I'm like, ah, it was the 17th. Like he's cruising in my mind. I'm thinking, this deer is gonna be 10 hours ahead of me, as at daylight. Right. You know, and then I gotta hoof it in there. Mm-hmm. I had a long day the day before, you know. Mm-hmm. And it still was kind of early in the season for me, so it's like I'm not Davy Crockett. I'm still gravy Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have my I don't have my woods legs up going like I'm ready to go, but not like I should be. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, you went uh, to uh, cinch your pack down around the waist. Yeah, at that the point, pack right? wasn't cinched quite up where in kill mode yet. <laughs> so, well, in those in the terrain though, for for real, like if it was up north, I'd have been on it. But yeah. for that terrain, it's like all yeah. right, double the time to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I ended up not going. And I wanted to go after that deer on perfect conditions, the one we've all been after, because uh-huh. I don't think I could kill him any other yeah, way. Sure. I think it's got to be just about perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I passed on that, and that's when I ended up over where we were. Yeah. Because it was better snow down there, because ca- it, wasn't, it wasn't as good at, at camp. It was, and, and me and Corey still kick ourselves to this day, because we spent two days in the same area as you, and then on the third day when we could have gone in there after that buck, we decided to go somewhere else about another 40, well, 30 minutes maybe north of that. 
And then after the season goes by and all the camera data starts getting compiled and we see dates that we missed, I mean, we pretty much should have been in there Bad choice. tracking yeah. that buck. We but probably could have got at least got on his track. You'll never know, though. No. I know. It's easy to feel Such that way. When, I was, when we were in there that day, the only reason I even got close to those deer, because it was crunchy, as you remember, yeah. but it was so windy. Mm-hmm. The wind was just ripping. It was brutal cold and it was so loud. Well, I remember the day yeah. you, the, I was up there and both you and Brad were up there. And it was so cold oh, that day. Oh, muzzleloader? Yeah. It was oh, late, I was late frozen. Late I looked like an old man with the icicles on my beard. So I was frozen. <laughs> it was well, you said you were going to come come down my way. And I was like, I'm going to sit by this fire. I ended up sitting by a fire for like an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. Some guy comes walking up on me. I talked to him for about 30 minutes. I'm <laughs> like, I don't really feel like leaving here right now. You, it's funny because you're sitting there by your fire waiting for me to push something by you. And then I'm, I'm sitting there having a ham sandwich next to my fire <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to push something off the top. <laughs> something went. There was a something happened, though. Yeah, you had messaged me. And I was like, I yeah, thought it was a, you coming. No, it was, was, it was down below me. Yeah. I ended up down below me. And all I could hear is sticks breaking and crashing yeah. i'm like what is, is that adam through. coming through the woods or is that a big bug <laughs> <laughs> sound the same <laughs> no, so then that and then uh i missed so then i i tracked a pretty good one he didn't have a big track but he had a wide stance and uh he w- he, he was a good one mm-hmm. I, I shot at him twice and missed him and then uh yeah i think the last day i could have hunted i ended up or it was next to the last day it was towards the end anyway I'm like, I'm going for blood. First deer with horns is getting. I shot that small six or seven pointer. Order. Right. Yeah, tell, tell a story, though, about it. I want to hear it. So I was on a good one, which I think might have been the same one I had missed probably a week before. Same area. In this area, there was no – this area has some acorn crop, but there was no acorns last year, so they are right in right. the swamps. Right. So this area around the swamp was just loaded with deer. So it was like barnyard conditions, but what I was doing was – I would, like, circle, like, above the swamp, and I'd look for the tracks going down in and then just go into the mess and kind of still hunt it more or less. Mm -hmm. So I'd gotten on the decent one. I think it was the same one because, like I said, his track wasn't big, but he was really wide. I mean, compared to even some of the big tracks I've seen, it was pretty wide. Right. So whether he was bull-legged or Mm -hmm. who knows. So I I, I got on him, and I was following him down, and my friend uh, Chris was hunting with me in the same area that day. So, um he was on another track before we even got in there he was on a good one and uh i'm like yeah i just sent him a text i'm like yeah i'm on a good one it's going down the swamp so i go down in the swamp and uh these deer just it was it opened up into like a swale meadow mm-hmm. and i saw two deer run out from the right and then i saw that buck run out and he looked and i'm like i thought about it for a second and i knew i already knew what it wasn't i said you know what he's getting it i was excited it was fun boom Boom, boom, you know, because I just shoot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. And he dropped out in the meadow, and yeah. You got your buck for the year. I got my buck, and my buddy Chris come along, so got it out. Now, meanwhile, that other one was running does around. I didn't see him, but they were running does around right there. So he came down. So we got my my deers got it out there, and then I'm like, well, you know, you, you might as well shoot this one. So we started tracking as a team that other one. And uh, Chris, the shooter. So we're going along, and uh, I actually found some great spots tracking that buck the rest of the day. And I had a great time with my best friend, so it was great. Oh, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah that's awesome. something. That was the best. And he ended up circling around. We jumped him a couple times. 
He ran right back by the corpse of the buck that I'd shot. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> went around and headed right back for the truck. So yeah, we left my deer there that night, and I went back the next day and got him. Oh, no kidding. I didn't know any of that. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. You go Very there by cool. yourself and grab him? So, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to take anybody's time from Well, him. And well, he was, what, a six-pointer, right? He was a six. I mean, you, you could say he's a seven, but it wasn't. In it. He had six yeah. points. It was a six-pointer. Right. It was, it was, it was a, young, a year and a half old deer. Yeah. Hey, yep. still, you, you said it was all about got, the adventure on that one. Got one, had a good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got, yep. yeah. That's and awesome. And then, uh, yeah, and so that was the end of rifle because I had wedding things for my brother's wedding last year, so we didn't hunt the last. We really four hate days. people who have weddings during deer yeah. season. Kurt, I love you, but you know, <laughs> my, <laughs> right, Adam? He's he, he made a deal with his wife <laughs> that he could haunt on their anniversary. Yeah, that was like the stipulation. Oh, thank you for taking that. Yeah, guys, sorry for all the noise going on. We're sitting outside right now. We got wind chimes. We're we got poolside. We are. Po- we thought we are about poolside. having the podcast in the pool today. But I didn't bring shorts, so I only had a speedo. They wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. Big buck banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a hammock. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was the end of rifle for me. And then, um, yeah, muzzleloader. We got to hunt a little bit together. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, and I saved a couple days so we could do that again this year because I had a good time. Awesome, man. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, so we awesome. definitely will. Yeah, and uh, we were on some big ones in there too. For sure we were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure we were. That day that I was there with you guys, I thought for sure it was going to happen. I was just on – so Brad had gone up on the bench above me. And or no, there was th- we ran into another guy from Honor, of course, and yep, in the parking yep. lot, a and green, we kind of green plate. No way. <laughs> <laughs> we love picking on the Vermonters. Yeah. Um. So we had talked to him in the parking lot, and he's like, he's like, hey, well, how the more the merrier in the woods. He's like, you guys are in between me. We're gonna kick some deer up. I ended up seeing a lot of deer that day. I ended up seeing probably five, six yeah. deer. I don't know what they it was were. Loud. Oh, it was, it was very loud, very yeah. loud, and very cold. Yeah, yes. it was freezing cold that day. Yeah, no, that was a good day. And then, uh, let's see, wide hunted one day with you that day. And mm-hmm. then the last day, cause I was put, the last few days I had muzzle, I was right after it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last day of muzzle loader, we were get snow was projected. And I was like watching because it's like, when's it starting? I remember that. Is it starting midday? Whatever. My wife had to work, so it was Sunday. My wife had to go to work, so my mother was going to come down and watch the kids so I could get out and hunt. And, uh, it starts snowing. I'm like, oh, it was like 9 o'clock. It was late. But it started coming down. My ma comes down. I'm in the truck driving up toward <laughs> Road was slick. I almost wiped out. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I ain't driving where I was going. I'm going to hunt close to home. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, picked up my buddy because he lives in Oh, just said a name. <laughs> That's right. We'll take it out. Good. Beep. And uh, <laughs> so go up to the trailhead. And uh, I'm just cruising. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're on your own because I'm literally going to be running through these woods because you're going to have to jump a deer. You're going to have to basically jump on one to find a track. And I was just plowing. I mean, cruising. And uh, I come across. I jumped a couple where you were talking about that drainage. Yep. I started getting into them there, and I still didn't find anything I wanted because I was still looking. You know, I was gonna. I wasn't gonna shoot a small one back there. I already had a deer. I, you know, I didn't care. Right. So, um, cruise around. I go up to the top of that. I, I mean, I climbed a sheer face to get up there because they bed down up there early season, but never really hunted that too much late on that mm-hmm. side. And I, I just happened to come. I jumped one. I came right onto it. Like as soon as I came up the hill, it was there. And I think it was two o'clock or two thirty. It was, it was late. And, and I sent you a picture. It was a good one. 
Yeah, you told me you said he's got long tines because I just yeah. saw some feeding. So yeah. I didn't see him when I first jumped him, but I could see, you know, he went back to feeding. He just fed and bedded down there, and he got up. He was feeding again when I jumped him. So I gave, I did wait, and uh, I said, well, I'm going to wait. But that's the only time I'm going to wait because daylight's going fast. Mm-hmm. I got on him. It was still snowing, but I could follow his track. I mean, it was perfect. And uh, it was still loud, though, because it was still cold. The leaves were so crunchy uh-huh. from the day, mm-hmm. like the day before that we'd right. hunted. Right, it was all frozen it underneath. It was frozen underneath. Yeah. And uh, I was just puttering. I didn't sneak. I was just walking. I jumped. I ended up jumping. I jumped him again and just kept going. The second time I saw him, I saw his rack. And he went. And I was, if I had a rifle, I'd have been shooting the yeah, second right. time. Oh, right. you're always you're always second guessing when you have the one shot. Yeah, yeah, well, you want to make it count, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went, and I just saw that rack. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. And I was telling I, I called him the gentleman buck because he, right. he took me right back. I, I stayed on him until I could not see, and he was taking me right back towards my truck. We crossed, <laughs> we crossed the trail as it was last light. Oh. He just puttered ahead of me the whole time. I probably jumped him four or five times. Yeah. Yep. If, if I had another hour, he'd have been he dead. He would have been done. He'd have he been dead been done. for awesome. sure because he was very curious. He was very curious. Well, that's the best one. They start heading back yeah. towards the truck, and you're like, oh, can I please make this happen <laughs> well, I was, right now? I was so glad he was going that way. But I had it in my mind, like, I am after this buck until the last minute, and I don't care where he goes. Now, did you know what buck it was? Not or at the time. You, not I at had, the time. Nope, because I pulled my cameras out of there early, and I didn't hunt up there at all. Yeah. That was so, the only day you went up there. That was the only day I went up there. By chance, you didn't even mean to go up there. Just the I wasn't even going to go there. I was going where we had been before. Right. That's where I was going. But then I almost wiped out. I'm like, I'm just going here. Right. Because I figured it's going to be more drive time to get there, and I'm right here by my house. Sure. So, right. And it's it's not a lesser option. It's every bit as good. You just yeah. had something in mind in the other yep. area. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And I was thinking, too, though, because I, I can cover more ground faster there because I'm already at a higher elevation than the other spot right so you know a lot of that time would have been gaining into where the deer are versus i'm in deer right out of the truck it could happen right here right you know right well when we first started getting hunting in the big woods uh me and Corey had a mutual friend named joe that had uh told us in just regular conversation that there was this guy named adam arquette that he was aware of that had shot some really nice bucks over the years and he was an adirondack hunter and adam's one of the first guys that we reached out to when we were meeting people in the big woods Mm kind of community and um he was adam was pretty reserved at first and understandably so you know he's just kind of a keep to himself kind of guy and he's a really good hunter and doesn't go about sharing every last spot that he's got and we totally understood that but Adam was really gracious to us. And ever since our first podcast with you, um, you were the first guy that we ever sat down with that really told us that everything before that was like, you got to sneak on bucks and you got to shoot them in their beds and do this whole death creep. And, you know, that's what the Benoit's do. And you were the first guy that was, you you told us, you're like, I'm like a bull. I'm just, I come right up in there and here I am. And <laughs> right. um, that, that single, that whole conversation we had, like single-handedly led to me shooting my buck this year because every track we'd got on before that, we didn't know where we were starting or where we were ending or should I be going fast? Should I be going slow? And when I found that buck's track, Adam Arquette was in the back of my mind saying, you just got to go catch up with him and then worry about it. Once you catch up with him, just get right up in there. And that's what I did. I just flew on that buck's track and we ran right into each other. And that advice has always stuck with me. And it seems like now that I pay more attention in other podcasts of other big buck hunters, I mean, they do the same thing. They worry about sneaking once they know they're 
in with that deer. But until then, you just got to catch up with them. Yeah, and if you if you bump them, cool. Now you know right. you're at least with that buck. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Thanks. And yeah, I, you're welcome. Well, thank I, you. I think a lot of that is conditions, like we talked about before, and we'll briefly just touch on that because there are times where I am like crawling, but I know I'm going to kill him. He's right there. Right. I know. Well, I should say I, I'm. I am very confident when I'm in that situation. Which is very, it doesn't which always is very work out. It's very important, though. But, like, when I step out of that truck and it's, it's like, killing snow, mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind I'm going to kill a deer. doesn't mean I do. Most of the time you don't. But in my mind, my mindset is I'm going to kill a deer. Right. And that's nothing's going to stop that. Right. But that's when you have that snow, you have that confidence. It's like, he can't hear me. This is perfect. His track is so easy to read. I don't need to age it because it stopped snowing three hours ago and his track ain't got a flake in it. Right. right. He's right here. That's when I'm I'm doing a Benoit death creep. Right. Right. But I know he's there. Right. But those days are two, three days a season. Sure. Really. When you're on crunchy snow, when you're on all that other stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, and that's for me, that's that's a that's aggression. I'm getting him. Right. I'm getting him going. And that's that's what I do. But well, yeah. we we just had the conversation the other day too about you know uh, like Joe Donito, like what he says and how he just oh he's so confident and mm-hmm. when, when knowing a buck is there and like that's just guys who've done it forever like you you're the same way like yeah. you have that confidence to say I know the buck is going to be right and there you know this what? is when I have to have to creep I've been that confident and I've been <laughs> that wrong too that's all part of it though that's all part of it no like I I think I I don't remember which if I'd said it to you or you Brad. Um, I, it's not like I'm a 50 year old guy, you know, but I have been, I've been hunting the Adirondacks now for I don't know, 20 years. When you guys start reached out to me and we started talking and then, you know, I talked to you guys throughout the season, your enthusiasm is contagious for me. Right. And I, and I like that. It's like, it's fresh. There's not, I mean, you, I guess maybe you had a little bit of a preconceived notion of what was going on based definitely. on what you read. Well, we definitely did. But definitely. now you guys are getting some experience. It's like it's almost like refreshing and reliving. Mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. things when I was – I'm and we all are still learning, but it's like at that newness, and I like that. Right. I like your guys' energy about that stuff. Oh, well, yeah. Thanks, so, I appreciate it. And we, ha- and we have, and we know that, and I'm sure there's people that have listened to our podcast when they were brand new, and some of the stuff we were talking about probably – People probably thought we were kind of blowing smoke, and we were. I mean, there's a lot of things. If I could go back to a podcast now and, like, reiterate the things we were saying, Absolutely. I'd be like, nope, n- wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, that right. kind of stuff. But but there's also been things that we have. I, I get when you say, like, if the conditions are right and it's the right snow, like, I know I'm with that buck, and I feel like I know now, too. Like, I can look at a track and, and based off, like, where we've been, how far we've gone, and what he's doing, I have a much better idea than when we first started at where I'm at with that deer, how close I might be to him or how killable he might be. And I've also accepted the fact that not every buck is killable. No. Sometimes he's just going to beat you. And then the next day he might just stand there and get shot. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we we talked about a story off the air where, you know, one of your best bucks was just standing there looking at you. Yeah. You know, and there's probably three smaller... times. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But you've right. had that happen to you before. I have. Like, like the story you told us on the last podcast about when you're having the fire and that yeah. buck, that buck came up standing right yeah. behind you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. With the, and you know, you hear everybody, you know, Oh, I was on a death creep. Your death creeps different than mine. Right. Right. I don't know what, it, what your death creeps like, you know? Sure. So, um, and like, we'll bring up Joe again. He, cause his seminars and you know, I've, Obviously, the guy kills a monster every year. Yeah. What's his death creep really like? Sure. Is it five minutes here, there? Does it change? No, sure. We don't know. I, for a death creep for me, it might be running for him. 
right, right, right you know? exactly. But it works for you. But it works because, and a lot of my deer, I I'll shoot a lot of them running, but I can I can get them, mm-hmm. you know. So, and you do have to find your own style. You can't try and force yourself into like this cookie cutter hunting style no. because it'll never work like that. No. Like take those little tidbits that you can make work for you, and then and then create and your own. That's when you start getting successful. That's the most fun too because then you're learning. But it's it's great because there's so much now where everybody can listen to things and like. Um, was it Jim? Jim Mass at one time. I, well, you guys met Jim at the party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Very nice. Yeah, and super nice. And obviously super accomplished when it comes to hunting. Right. But when I first was talking to him, I was telling him a story. He was genuinely listening to what I had to say. He wasn't just blank stare through me. Just, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Genuinely listening to what I had to say. And he said, there's something to, oh, I forget. I don't want to misquote him. But it was more along the lines of, there's something you can take away from every hunter, no matter what their experience. Right. And I and I thought about that. I'm like, you know, you're right. Because everybody's going to see something differently. Sure. And whether it's, you know, you're going to hear things that it's like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Right. But regardless of how long any of us have been hunting, like you could tell me a story and point something out that I might never have noticed. Right. And that's going to, it's like, huh, no kidding. I never thought of that. Right. Why is it like that? But. You might see it, and I don't. Or if you've been doing it for a long time, you might get jaded to some of these things, mm-hmm. and you might overlook what you should be picking on. Right, right. right. Well, you that's know? part of like that's part of why I love doing the podcast too, because we get so many different people on here and so many different views from like how people yeah, hunt and, and what we they have do. A, we haven't interviewed it, a guest yet that wasn't completely different from the last guy. Right. We Everyone to. just has something a little bit different, and you and you like end up thinking about it like hours later, and you're like, man, I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could do that. Without doing a podcast, just any conversation you yep. have with anybody who's yep. either done it for a long time or just started this a- year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, I like to, it's like I listen to story. And I love, like, like I've told you before, I love the entertainment. I love the last two podcasts, I think have been great. Those guys were awesome. Yeah. I love sure. the stories. stories. I love hearing had. everybody's stories. Yeah. That's, that's great. Sometimes, some, for me personally, I'm not going to speak for the whole world, but I like to hear the stories rather than, I don't, I don't always need an educational lesson or a lecture. Right. I just want to hear how your hunt went. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what, what you saw that day or didn't see. Sure. Or whatever. Sure. Because you can put yourself in those people's shoes based on your own experiences and you yeah. can, yeah, you can equate to those You can things. learn from those things and then put it into what you've seen yeah it's mm-hmm. great but. so I, it just got me thinking when you're saying that like what um as you were like coming up hunting what was like one of the turning points for you that you were like okay i kind of i kind of get this thing way more now like was was there a point where you were like i i you where you gained the confidence to where, where you thought that you can go out and kill a buck on a certain day because you don't realize it but when you tell us stories you tell them like they're so matter of fact like it was so like such duh, com- conviction like, almost yeah, yeah. walked around the corner and there the buck was i shot him right there and we're like yeah but it never works like that <laughs> yeah. but to you you're so experienced that it feels like that to you well i i don't really know how i can say this without sounding arrogant because i'm not well we know I've, we know that you're. i've not. been very fortunate since i've started hunting i've just always had luck right i just really it's you just don't give up if you get you you want to get a deer Mm -hmm. you just get a deer but the most important thing for me is i want to have an adventure doing it right that's always been what it's been about that's why you shot your buck last year so yeah just i want 
Yeah, I, and I like to get a deer. Don't get me wrong. Last day of the season, I'll shoot a spike horn. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just putting that out there right now. I don't care. I will get a deer. I'll keep and that I'm, in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Corey well, tracked three of them. You're in, <laughs> yeah. You're in dad mode now, Corey. I'm in so dad mode now. I got to yep. loosen up the grip on uh, being selective. You, well, <laughs> you do, but save it for the end. That's yep. why give yourself a couple muzzle loader days. Yep. Late, yep. late season. Adam, you, Adam, our Adam, Adam Thompson, over there like, Man, I don't know. That spike went on opening day. Shoot whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Well, I remember funny story about Adam. We were up at we were up at our tent camp, and it was like I don't know what the was it the first week we were up here when you saw that buck, that spike horn. Yeah, <laughs> he comes back to camp and he's like, "Boys, I gotta tell you." That spike horn was looking mighty good. When <laughs> Doesn't it? You know what though? That six pointer I shot this year. It wasn't a big buck. But you know what? My best friend was with me. It was beautiful out. There was deer all over that day. And I just kept hunting with him the rest of the day. Right. After we got, you know, I was in it for him. Like, yeah. we were trying to get him this buck. That would have been awesome to double up. Sure. Yeah. Oh, my that God. Day. Yeah. And I'm sitting been... there, you know, I have some pictures on my phone from that day. And it's it's nothing. They're not posed. And I like those pictures the best. Yeah. I just snapped a couple pictures of my deer laying there. And there's Chris. With his army fatigue coat on. <laughs> sit- He's a killer. <laughs> He's a killer. He is a killer. Sitting down eating a sandwich, not even looking at me. And I'm like, that's something I would put up on the wall. That's a great camp. picture. Oh, yeah. great absolutely. Picture. You know? Yeah. That's a great those picture. Are, it's like he's just, it's it's the moment. It's so genuine. It is. Yep. So yeah, genuine. it is. And those are great. I have a picture of me and my brother. We shot bucks one day, half hour apart. And there's a pit, and they weren't big ones. I was young, you know. But I'd have shot it on any price. Sure. Right. But we got our bucks together, and it's like I still have. It's one of my favorite pictures. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, that's just like and my it's first... not just me holding this giant rack. You know? Right. Right. I mean, my first buck, Corey was there. My dad was there. My best friend's dad was there, and it's like something I'll never forget. That makes ever. It. It was it made that and it. that made me into the hunter. Like I was like, yeah. this is the best thing on earth. Yeah, and you should you just you should you should try to capture all those moments, especially with video, because like there's a video of my buck that we didn't put on the YouTube channel, but it's just a video that I took when I was had gotten tired of dragging and Corey starts dragging him for me, yeah. and Corey drags him for I don't know it's like a 50 second video, but Corey kind of drags him through this little opening. I'm like and I go get behind him, Corey, and it's just Corey kneeling behind him, and Corey's looking at him and moving his head around, and me and him are talking back and forth and. That's one of my favorite parts of that whole haunt was me and Corey getting to share that haunt together. And when I'm 80 years old someday, I'll always have that video of us as young men. And you no, know, the world never saw that video, but that was important to me. Absolutely. I felt just and as good as you. if I pulled the trigger. So yeah. yeah, and what I'm saying is like just video the stupid stuff. Like there's video that you didn't see bef- of of Adam when he had first walked. Well, I guess you see where he had first walked up to us, but there's conversation we have afterwards. Right. We're just standing there talking about my deer, and it's just great video. Yeah. Well, and, like, I've said this 8 million times probably on this podcast, but when I shot my buck, I'm up on top of the mountain, and I'm trying to get these guys on the radio, and no one's answering. Of course it. not. And I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Man, this is gonna suck if they're not here to share this with me. Like, it's gonna suck. I wanted you guys to be there. And I so should have, I should have videoed me and Corey in the canoe going back across the. Because I can tell you how excited we are. But if you saw the video of us just paddling across that that lake, that's, man, we that's were so excited. Pains. We're, we're turning you guys into some good videographers here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting there. We're but getting see there. what you just talked about now. That's for me. That's something you kind of sacrificing for how I hunt. Because I'm right. alone all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Usually, I'm, I mean, I might be staying at camp, but I'm alone. 
if I'm not back at eight o'clock, they'll come looking for me. But until then, I'm on my own. Right. right. You know, I'll get it the next day. I might have somebody go. Other than that, every drag's been on my own sure. for the most part. Sure. Well, I think that, every that's something that we have there's realized like too, like really oh, early yeah. on is how special is what we have as a group right yeah. here because. I mean, and we have people even comment on our stuff about it, and they're like, man, well, I don't have anybody to do that with. Like, I can never find someone. There's no one my age who wants to do that. So, like, just what we have, it just makes me realize right. how yeah. special and, it and really is. And that includes is. you. Like, for me, it was like texting dad. Like, you were one of the first people I wanted to text going home. <laughs> like, I'm like, here he is, big one. Whatever. I'm like, send. I'm like, booyah. I'm sending <laughs> like, He's going to love this. That's funny. I did the uh, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait to send Adam and, a picture. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I have been working nonstop and stuff this year so i haven't been out much but when i have gotten out the last time i was out i was pulling the cameras and uh mm-hmm. oh yeah i actually i don't remember if you guys texted me or something i was where almost the same spot where and i when you had shot your buck i had service there and i'd gotten a text from somebody and i was like no kidding what are the odds yeah right like, yeah right. it was yep. a group text I, or something yeah i, I don't remember i sent you the pictures and like as soon as i got service I yeah think that, and like, i just i thought that i'm like this is bailey's because then i had i had to know i'm in the woods <laughs> and i'm like i gotta call somebody <laughs> <laughs> this is great yeah this yeah. is great no i was wicked excited uh, for you guys yeah, yeah awesome um i know we talked about it beforehand but you said you had a story about because we'll get the vermonters a little oh yeah we'll get the vermonters oh, yeah. a little taste over there <laughs> yeah i i had listened to our previous podcast we did together i wanted to make sure i didn't retell stories or something uh-huh. and you were asking me something about going back to spots to pick up a track like if that's what i did or if i find new spots so this is a, a new spot story but it's actually two buck stories it's a whole season basically what year was this to hang on 2018 i don't know roughly roughly around there i think it was 2018 you could look on facebook but um (laughs) so yeah i had shot i had a wedding to go to this was in the adirondacks so we're going to start in the adirondacks I hadn't hunted the spot in a couple years, but I had cameras in there. Went out. I'll tell the short ver- No, I'll tell the whole thing. We got time. You tell it all. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll tell it all. Tell it all. Parked at the trailhead. I'm going out with fresh snow, right? And I can only hunt until I had to be leaving the woods by noon to get to my friend's wedding. It's a short day. November 10th it was. Oof. Oh. I'm cruising. And uh, I picked up a good track right, right where I knew I would. I did. Right by my tree stand. <laughs> so I picked up the track there, and, of course, he didn't go by the camera, you know, so I didn't know which buck it was. Mm-hmm. I get on it. We do a little loop, and it's funny. I had passed his track up once, picked it up. Oh, yeah, I'm taking it. Fifteen minutes later, I'm going right back. <laughs> I'd already passed it. It just looked, it looked different, you right. know. Isn't that sure. funny how different but they could look? Remember I was telling you about stride one time? Yeah. See, when I picked it up, the, sec- the second time I saw it, when I actually picked it up, he was walking dragging his feet big wide space and when i walked by it the first time i didn't think it was that big because the tracks were close together but it's he was trotting mm-hmm. so when they run their legs get you know when they're not as spaced out sure. right sure. so that's why anyway i go on it we're i'm on it for a while we go for some miles he's cruising mm-hmm. we're over on on the steep part of that mountain we we're talking about and it's thick he's going up feeding I didn't sneak at all. It was quiet. It was kill mode. I didn't sneak. I just walked. Jumps up out of his. This is a short part. Jumps up out of his bed. 
I just pulled up. He jumped in the scope. Boom, nailed him. I mean, it was like split snapshot. Boom, nailed him in the back. Put another one in him. He's down. Beautiful eight pointer, 174 pounds. Nice. Oh, beauty. Awesome. I just missed 175. Yeah, it was. It was 11. <laughs> I think it was 11:30 or something when I shot the deer. So I gutted him out, dragged him away from. Had to send all the groomsmen a video of it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dragged it out, and uh, dra- dragged it away from the gut pile. And left it there. Got to the trail. Ran out of the woods. Got home. Whatever. I was all. That was an extra fun wedding. Sure. <laughs> right. so yeah, we had a we had a great time, and then the next day, and we were in, we stayed in Saratoga that night. So the next day, I'm like, I gotta go up on the mountain and get this big deer. Nobody's gonna help me because everybody that would help me is hung over from the wedding. <laughs> right. So, like, I'm I'm whatever. I'm a, I got jeans on, dirty jeans, and my coat. I'm dragging a jet sled up into the mountain. And I go by one of my cameras, and from the day before, because I had walked by it, I I just I'm like, there's boot tracks following me. I'm mad, you know. Yeah. It was the game warden following me that day. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah. There's more to that story. I'll tell that too. So anyway, I'm like, no kidding. What are the chances? And he followed my tracks for a long way, and I went out, and I get to the deer, I put him in the jet sled, and I'm dragging, and I'm like, I was gonna go up by the pond and then down i start going i'm like i can't move them up so i'm going lower this group of probably 10 or 12 people come by hiking in the snow <laughs> oh yeah and i got some oh i got wasn't a good experience <laughs> really <laughs> yeah no no this, lady, wow. this one lady wasn't very nice she's like really you had to kill it really i don't even have a gun with me either I'm right. just dragging a dead deer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's, there was a couple like, oh, that's nice. Congratulations. And this one lady, she just wouldn't let it go. You had to come all the way up here, kill it. Such a beautiful place you got. I mean, I'm not going to go into the rest yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. we could go on. Yeah, yeah I could go on. I've had a few hours. of those up there. But wow. anyway, so I get that deer out at dark. I can't even move. My dad's driving to pick me up because I'm not. I parked up above. I'm down low. So my dad picks me up. I'm sitting there. That was a long day. I'm. That was... I just started vacation, right? Well, my cousin, he shot. Now, Vermont opened, so that was Saturday that I shot that buck. That was opening day of Vermont. I've, this buck I shot in the Adirondacks. Right. So, Sunday, I got it out. Monday, my cousin, Skyler, shoots a 195-pound eight-pointer over in Vermont. So, I'm oh. overlooking at it. You know, I go right over to go look at it, and uh, I'm like, man, Skyler, that's a big buck. He's just a young kid, you know. He's like, you should come over here and hunt, Adam. I'm like, maybe I will. (laughs) (laughs) So that night, I'm looking. I'm looking at maps. I've never even – I mean, I hunted Vermont around my gramps' house, but I've never hunted National Forest or anything over there. Yeah. So I'm looking at National Forest and stuff. My gramps tell me, he goes, yeah, we used to hunt up in here. You know, when he said used to, it's like, yeah, the 60s. You know, lots changed since then. Right. So I – Figured out a spot I wanted to go, and it was forecasted to snow. So I'm like, all right. So I wake up in the morning. I'm driving. No snow. Get over to Rutland. Still no snow. I get to the town where I'm going to hunt. There's still no snow. I'm like, I might just be taking a walk today because I bought my license online for Vermont. Right. And uh, driving up this road, I'm getting elevation. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, where did this come from? There's snow everywhere. 
You know, awesome. that was and it, that's so weird because that's almost the same experience yeah. I had when I went to Vermont. Yeah, this past it was season. like it was like nothing. You couldn't even see it up there. And yeah, like going up, probably we're probably in the same spot. Probably it kind of sounds kind of sounds like it, yeah. but it's getting wherever it is in Vermont. It's getting hunted anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I'm like, all right, well I'll see what's up. Get a feel for the road system, you know, because that's all I had to go. But I never even set foot in there before in my life. Driving these roads a little bit. There's other guys driving the roads. And I saw, I think, two deer tracks, and neither of them were huge, and there was guys on both of them from the road. I'm like, right. all right, I'm going for a hike. So I pull down to the end of this road, and I just start hoofing it. And uh, there ain't many deer over there, no. like at all. No. So I saw more moose tracks than anything. And I'm cruising along, and then I actually found what – I wasn't sure what a big buck – you know, my cousin shot one was 195, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, they're probably more like our deer, you know. Right. They're the same. You would right. think. And uh, this track, it looked okay. I'm like, I'll take it, whatever. So I followed it for a little bit, jumped it. Well, then I'm following it for a little bit more. I say a little bit. It's probably two hours, you know. Mm-hmm. I uh, I come on to the, at the time, and it's not anymore, but at the time, it was the biggest track I've ever seen in my life. Really? And I was like holy shit you know this thing is and he was and i knew he was right there i knew he was he was already feeding i clicked my safety right off and i'm just i wasn't like death creeping but i was scanning and walking real slow so my total time on this buck was probably two minutes wow maybe wow because that other deer led me right to it Really? And I looped around. He must have never left because I would pretty much looped that mountain. So that buck had never left that mountain. Yeah. But just happened to come out, Kron. He jumps out, jumps out. And I it was a, it was like the same exact shot I had made on the Adirondack buck like two days before. Mm-hmm. Right to left, I pulled up and he was in the scope. Boom. Shattered his pelvis. But I didn't know I hit him then because mm-hmm. he was going over the hill. So he went over. So I ran to the edge of the hill and he was dragging. I finished him there and i was like oh my god i don't usually, <laughs> i don't usually get like super wound up right. i do but i was screaming when i shot this buck because it just it's got a wide rack yeah and it's like tall it's pretty tall too yeah it's yeah. wicked tall and uh i was like whoa screaming at the top of my lungs like i felt like you know i was like this we ain't gonna say the gesture i just made but i was i was the man you know i was just like ready to rip my shirt off and i go down and i look and this thing just looks like a massive tank of a deer biggest foot i'd ever seen on a deer and i don't even know how much this thing weighs because i'm just like oh my god and he's a what eight ten twelve he was so it was technically I think it's a seven. Okay. I tagged it as an eight, but I don't think that point. We'll get into Could that. Could you hang too. a ring off it? It's the only deer I've ever had scored. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. So you'll tell us what the score so is. So we'll I'm tell gonna, you. I was going to guesstimate. That's hey. Yeah. Before you say it too, before you do it, I want to guess. So before you go. Okay. Before you <laughs> go. I, I, I yeah, because I sent you the picture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I got it out, and this was one. This was probably the best hunting day of my life. And this is why I want to tell the story. Yeah. So I got it out, and I'm just like, my GPS, because I didn't have Onyx, mm-hmm. and, on, and on my GPS, I didn't even have contour lines on it. Oh, wow. And I'd never been there in my life. Right. I had never even set foot or driven in there or anything. But I marked a pin where my truck was, so I just pull it out, and it's a yellow screen with a dot where the truck is and where I am. I'm like, I have no idea what's between me and the truck. Oh, no. I left the tracks on 
I had left the tracks on so I could see kind sure, of where it went, sure, and, right. and I was all over the place. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going. I'm going to go right to it. I had service for miraculously. I had service right there. I call my friend. He just works for IRS out of Rutland. Yeah. I go, what are you doing? He goes, uh, I'm working. I go, I just shot a monster. He's like, again? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Vermont. He, he didn't believe me. I go, no, I did. He goes, well, I'll be there in a few hours, I guess. I'm like, all right, I'm calling some. I, my next phone call was to my gramp. I always call my gramp. He's one of the first people I call yeah. when I get one, just to tell him because sure. he loves it. He was so happy. And he's like, we'll come out and get you. Like, who's we? Yeah, who's we? That's right? what, that was my who's first we? thought. So I got, Graham. I got, I got cousins. I got young cousins and uh, twins are in their forties over there. Then they're all good hunters and something like they're coming to the rescue. So I just told them where I was on the road. I didn't even know the name of the road. I'm like, was like what it was. The name of the road on the map wasn't fire road, whatever. Right. You know? <laughs> so there was confusion there because they all knew and I had no idea. Right. So I'm just dragging to the truck. Well, I'm getting, I dragged for hours and I'm getting over there and I hear somebody, oh, yo, I had, what I had done is <laughs> left the deer, walked out to the trail and I left a little arrow and wrote my name and went, and then I left my pack and my gun, maybe 60 yards in the woods. So I'm dragging, I see this guy coming through the woods. I see somebody coming behind him. I look, it's my gramp who's almost 80 years old and he's just... <laughs> You know, short, <laughs> short legged, bouncing over the things. He's Is got. he taller than you? Or? No, he's five two. Okay, oh. so he's got he's got my gun in my pack, and I'm like, I can't believe he just came out and like came out into the woods. I was so that made my whole season. That's right. I was like, this is the greatest because it's the last time I'll ever you know right, have anything right. like that with him, and it was great. And then his friend Ronnie's with him, and I'm like. Where's the help? Because <laughs> they're both geriatrics. And I, it's like, my grip dragged the deer five feet. He goes, there, I just wanted to say I helped drag it. <laughs> and Ronnie's not in good shape. And I'm like, I'm on my own. So I was on my own the rest of the way out, but I had company at least. Yeah, definitely. Got it out to the truck. And now it's it was just dark when we got to the truck. How far was the drag, you think? Oh, it was a drag. I don't know. Prob- it was over a mile. Okay. Probably close to two, but maybe not. Yeah. But I had to go like around, and that added to it. But anyway, yeah. So and then Vermont, they have the tagging stations, right? You know. And oh, they do. Yeah. Vermont still. Oh, yeah. Well, to that, this day? that that's when they 2018. They I had to bring it to a station. Right. So I had my tag on it, and you go check your deer in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with them, following them. They're up. And that's a scene, you know, because there's people just hanging out there to see deer. Oh, yeah. Right, right. So, well, anyway, when we're in the woods, I had no idea. My gramp's like, what do you think this deer weighs? I'm like, I don't know, maybe 200, because it looked a lot bigger than Skyler's deer. And uh, and his weighed 195. Right. He goes, oh, that deer's going to weigh 230, 240. So when he's saying that, I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless, because I'm still shell-shocked, you know. That you even saw a buck. <laughs> and it, yeah. And uh, so we get to the tagging station, one seventy one. Oh, no, I'm no. like, I'm like, all right. My gramp goes, no, 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 no. He goes, take that deer off. You get on the scale. Like he was ready to fight these people. <laughs> like that deer weighs more than that. They want the scale checked. I weighed myself. I'm like I know about what I weigh. I'm like it's right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But we got looking at so. 
brought that deer home. So I got two big bucks hanging next to each other, right? Oh, that's awesome. And when they were next to each other, you could see it's like they were just built totally different. Like that Vermont buck had no ass to him. Yeah. And the Adirondack buck, he was long, thick, and uh, they weighed about the same. Right. Built totally Which different. Completely Looking though, that that Vermont buck, he had like a wicked chest on him, deep chest, good color. It was really. It came out real nice. The cape was real nice on yeah, it. Yeah, that mount's beautiful. I right? had so I have Pete LaJoy over in Shrewsbury does a lot of my mounts for me. Okay. And uh and like I said, I've never been one on score. I've never had one scored. But I had I brought that one over and he's like, um he goes, You wanna enter it in the record book? And I go, The record book? He goes, Yeah, that'll make the Vermont record book. I'm like, No way. He goes, It's only hundred and ten inches for the Vermont record book. Right. The, the which, threshold. The threshold, which I had no idea. We didn't either until. Yeah, it's only 110 inch. Yeah. I'm like, well, I go, I, I go. You know what? Yeah, I will, because my gramps got bucks in the Vermont record book. Mm-hmm. I go, that'd be cool to have yeah. have that in there, right. with, you know. And uh, so <clears throat> they score it at Pete's shop. 109 and 7 eighths. No. <laughs> I didn't give you a chance to guess. That's but okay. 109 okay. and 7 eighths. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, he goes, boy, I go, is it, are you sure it's not because I'm from New York? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm shaved an eighth of an inch. But that one brow, it's really a seven pointer. That wow. one's not even, it's it's not an inch really? long. I had no brows. The, I only saw the picture quick, but I had him at at least 120. I saw the yeah, picture no, that I, I saw. No, I can probably it's, believe I th- he's a little spindly. Or like it's a l- spin- a little it doesn't spindly, have right? much mass. It's he I think looks it was, like a Vermont buck. A lot of those yeah. Vermont bucks have that characteristic. Where he's like twenty inches wide. Yeah, he's, he's wicked wide, buck. but no tine length and no mass to him. Yeah, but yeah, good, great yeah. buck. So yeah, so in my adult life, I've only hunted Vermont one day, and I'm batting a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that, that's where you started hunting, though, too. Correct. Yes, I was. Yeah. That's where you gave us the, the Gramps story of, yep, of you yep. hunting with him there. And that's I can't you, you see can, him. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't see him. Yeah, if you yep. guys haven't listened to that podcast, you got to go listen. Yeah. To like, yeah. But, yeah. No, that's yeah. why that I started hunting in Vermont when I was a kid. But right. I had I, once I could hunt New York, I never hunted there again. Yeah. I think we bow hunted there once, you sure. know, but yeah. I never I never hunted the over there. The same way that the Vermont guys are, like, hold very, you know, very close to their heart, their Vermont hunting, I feel like Adirondack guys do, too. They really just prefer to stay in the Adirondacks and shoot deer in the Adirondacks. Well, I'll tell you. So, uh, after that, we went, I took my gramp out for a ride the next, the summer, just driving all those Green Mountain National Forest and all that stuff. And, and that was cool, and he's telling us stories and stuff. And I'm like, I, we got out and checked out a couple spots, I'm like, I ain't leaving the Adirondacks to come home over here. <laughs> so I didn't see – I mean, there wasn't – I mean, I was only on there one day, so I don't have enough, you know, one day's experience. I ain't going to be like, yeah. But, I mean, I wasn't – I for the amount of ground I covered before, I found, like, man, I would have found something. Right, <laughs> you know? right, yeah, right. I, I, again, the only reason I went over there last year was because I had, I had shot the buck. Yeah. And the first track I came across, I was like, this is bigger than anything I see over in the Adirondacks. They're built different. They're built different over here. <laughs> you know, though, I had seen – I'd seen – looking back now, I had seen comparable – I was amped up on – I was still flying high. I had just shot a buck a few days before, oh, a nice yeah. one. My cousin shot a monster, and that got me amped up because I'm like – that was the second year in a row he'd shot a big one over there. I'm like, right. there's some deer over here. I'm going to get one, you know. Right. Yeah, I don't well, know. I, I definitely had we, – we were talking about confidence – I had once I had seen that storm. I am going to kill a deer in here today. I had right. that mindset when I left the truck. Right, it um, just happened to work out. Yeah, yeah. I lost my train of thought there. 
How antler wise? So if he was 109 seven eights, how'd he match up to your eight pointer in New York? What what was that box rack like? Mm, I mean, the the New York buck had bigger tines. Okay, so he's probably right about. He the didn't same. have the spread though. Mm -hmm. About the same mass. Yeah. Yeah. Are are you gonna get back over to Vermont? You think at all again, or are you? No. No. <laughs> I no. mean, if I'm if, what well, I I shouldn't say what I want to do, but um, <laughs> well, because you don't want to, I don't want to set standards, and you know, but I was listening to. Uh, Somebody just had a podcast out about goals. Neil Pendleton. Oh, uh, Neil yeah. Pendleton. Yeah. And uh, I kind of liked that. And I was like, you know, I'd been wanting to – I've been planning a main hunt for eight years now. It's one thing or another. It never works out. Let us know when you're going. Financially, <laughs> you know, whatever. Right. It just right. doesn't work out for me. But uh, I think if I tagged out in New York early this year, mm -hmm. I would probably do Maine or New Hampshire. Yeah. And you've never been – to Maine or New Hampshire, nope. right? Nope. Yeah. I have I have only hunted so all my bucks I've shot in the Adirondacks. I hunted Pennsylvania twice and I shot a one I shot one down there in the Allegheny National Forest. Oh you did? Yeah. What was that? That was a seven pointer. Big one. Yeah. Big one. Heavy, heavy horns. Yep. Different and, kind uh, of big woods though. Oh, uh, there's hunters. I ran into a lot of hunters down there. Oh yeah. We did too when we went there. And um was... that was rifle. They but it was on snow. I had snow. Really? And uh yeah, I'll tell that story. Yeah, real quick. yeah, tell yeah, that story. Yeah. So I had shot, I had shot a buck up here, and I was tagged out. So I have friends that live down there that I used to work with. So they would come on, stay down our house, like western, northwestern Pennsylvania. Yeah, that that direction. Yep. And uh, a lot of there's a lot of state game lands and stuff mm -hmm. down there. Well, we had um, permission to cross this uh, private property to get onto state game. We could hunt the private lands too, but get up in leave everybody you know i'm the new guy down there so like they all have stands nobody walks they do whatever right i go up on the game lands and uh i'm walking up and my with my friend travis and i'm like that's just snowed it was perfect conditions it had just snowed that night and it stopped right before daylight right so we're walking up there's a lot of deer in pennsylvania oh yeah <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot and yeah. uh these are just cow paths on the side of this mountain it's steep but they're like roads that are the deer using so we're crossing some of these, and uh, I, I look down. I'm looking. There's tracks everywhere. Well, I see one distinct big one. I'm like, that's what I would follow if I was up home. And he's like, yeah, but you don't want to follow him down here because you're just pushing somebody else, you know. I'm like, maybe, you know. How much room do you have to work with? I mean, there are thousands of acres. Thousands, it's big, yeah. big chunks. Right. And it's all woods, Yeah. you know. So, um, and it's different. They had uh, they have mountain laurel Yeah. where I was. Yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm going up. I'm I'm going. I'm gonna. He, he's going. I go. I'm gonna kind of follow this a little bit and just find a spot, you know. So I was following that track on the run, and it was feeding on stuff like acorns. I think. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was acorns. He was feeding, and there was like intersections of trails there. I'm just gonna plop down here. It was thick, thick mountain laurel up above me. So I just plopped down there, and that's where that track went. I wasn't there, maybe 20 minutes. And I heard, boom, 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 up above, right? And it was probably five minutes after that, that buck just came kind of sneaking down, right? I think it was the same one, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Right. He came right down. If it was, he came right down where he just went and came right to me, and I shot him right there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah. Right awesome. up, walked right That's up That's an interesting me. perspective, though. Like, hey, like, I don't think I would follow that deer because you're probably going to push him to someone else. Yeah. And, and in, where it's heavily hunted like that, that's a really oh, good I believe possibility. It. Yeah. Because yeah. I went back the next year, and I went to, and there was no snow. 
mm-hmm. and I went back to the same spot, and that's why I stopped going because there was well, I was sitting there. I was there before daylight. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit here all day. There's deer all over. I'm sitting there, and this father and son come up, and I don't know the kid's probably a teenager, whatever you know. But they sat down like 30 yards from me, and they're looking at me, and I'm like. <laughs> Some, somebody's got to move here <laughs> you know and they're kind of looking at me like looking at me looking at them and i'm i didn't want to be rude you know what i mean but yeah, at the same yeah. time like come on you know so i like i finally i go all right you guys can have it i said just, <laughs> loud, just loud like that i like all right you guys can have it pack pack because i'm already in my sleeping bag sitting there you know but you got to be orange because you'll get killed down there right <laughs> it's a war it is an it is a war zone, war zone. it yeah. is well, that's after I shot my deer that day, some guy shot one. I didn't know there was anybody even near me. Boom, boom, scared the crap out of me. I could hear him working his action after <laughs> I killed mine. Was right, I mean, 30, but I couldn't see him. And Tra- Travis was like, yeah, man, that's how it goes down here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there was people all over. So I left that spot, moved to another spot, and then this guy comes walking up. Then somebody was on a four-wheeler up there, and they knew they weren't supposed to be. It was on Oh, yeah. Like national, I don't know if state or national or whatever. Right. He's like, they're like, <laughs> like driving. I'm like, dude, I don't even know if I'm on state game land <laughs> at this point. I'm just trying to get away from everybody. I haven't gone back since. Yeah, when we went there, our buddy shot the bucket. When we walked out, there was like a guy waiting out there at the truck, and he was just like, it was like nothing. He's like, okay, shot a buck. That's yeah. Because like, there's just so many people. Yeah, they probably see the so, many, I've seen so today. many bucks. Yeah. Come out of there. Oh, there's deer everywhere yeah yeah but it doesn't there's some beauties though nice deer oh, oh yeah. yeah well they have, they have the antler restrictions yeah. and everything going for them down there it's just a whole yep. different whole different world but yeah so i've shot i shot one in pennsylvania one in vermont and all the rest of them are all adirondack deer. and then you'll shoot one in maine this year when you tag out yeah maybe we'll see <laughs> we'll see mm-hmm. i wouldn't even know where to start in maine like that'd be like relearning because with all the log roads and it, and it's not state land, it's it's paper land, and yeah. it just would be a whole different experience to yeah. figure all well, that out. Well, and actually, we're gonna have to kind of learn how. Where's to hunt good like hunting? That. What's not good hunting? It's <laughs> like you take a road. It's like, is it even good I hunting know. here? I've had spots picked out and the whole hunts planned out in my head for years, mm-hmm. but I could get there. It could be gated. Totally I might different. not be able to get to it. <laughs> right, right. right. Well, I mean, so. we're gonna have to start learning to hunt like that for whenever we hunt up at our camp. Our camp is our camp is logged. Yeah. in the Adirondacks, and it's like just yeah. a whole – we were talking – we talked about a bunch, like how are we going to go about hunting yeah. this because we're not used to this. Yeah. yeah. Do deer use the cuts? Do they use the edge yeah, of the how, cuts? Yeah. Do they not really care about cuts? Like how does it all work? Yeah. Don't know. Don't It'll know. be nice. It but my main goal, I want to get a really, really big one this year. Yeah. And if I – I would as almost in, – As in like rack or body? Rack. Rack. And, um, I mean, I'll take – I will take, you know, what I've been shooting – um, but I want to really hold out for a good one. I think I'm more or less like, if that's not that caliber, I'm just gonna not get one. Sure. That's right. where I'm. That's where I'm at, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. So, it's just plus, another chapter. you guys have shot ten pointers, and I never have. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so funny you say that. Uh, my buddy uh, Henry Moncrief, he, he's part of Just Hunt Club, and uh, I just got to I talk to him all the time, and. Um, it was kind of like that new hunter thing, and I was like, "Dude, you've just shot so many bucks and so many nice bucks." And he's like, "Yeah, but you've done something I haven't." I'm like what? He's like, "I've never shot a ten pointer before." He yeah, goes, I'm jealous. I'm like you're jealous of me? I'm like you're the one who shot. You just shot a 154 inch buck. And you're jealous <laughs> of me shooting a ten pointer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you gotta have a, whatever. I think I've shot like 26 bucks. Never shot a ten pointer. Wow, so weird. Nope. it seems like there's a lot of ten pointers that come out of the Adirondacks. It depends where you are. See, I, well, particularly this you, year, I saw because a, a lot of the places where I run cameras and hunt, I don't get many on camera. I right. get 
big eights, sure. lot, right. average eights. You know, you so get weird. one once in a while, but then there's other spots where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're uh, they're kicking. So. Right. What's Sleepy Joe, Core? Eight pointer. He's, He's an eight pointer. Yeah. yeah. See, it's that same spot. You know up there. what just though? Full eight pointer. Well, that's yeah. because I'm I, done with that spot. I love. It. You know what though? I'll never pass up a big heavy eight pointer. No. No. Never. Gosh, no. Never. No. No. Well, all the we pulled the camera up there. This year and everything. I don't know. Were you showing him the pictures of it earlier? <laughs> they're all they're eight, all eight every pointers. Every single one's an eight pointer. Yeah. They're all eight pointers. <laughs> and they're all like cookie cutter eight pointers. Yeah. 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 yeah, they, yeah. Are. yeah. they are. About yeah, 155 pound eight pointers. Yeah, and look you know like. what? Some the, some of them deer never turn into anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Right. But like that one that I tracked muzzle loader, and I think it was the one that we'd seen on camera after. He's just a five pointer. I would absolutely take him the first day of the season. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. What a monster. Wait, which, which one is that? What are the, you the last day of muzzleloader, I tracked that one. The gentleman buck. The gentleman buck. <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. just a big five. Yeah. How if, will if I know him, him if I see him this year? Is there anything unique about his rack? Did he'll you be, get a good enough look in the at back him? Of my truck. <laughs> 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 I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I think I think he's old. I think he's old, so he might. Who knows? He might not even have lived. Right. Right. You know. Uh, well, they, they had a tough. All the deer had a pretty tough. There wasn't. Winter. You know what though? The lake didn't freeze, so no. that that the dogs weren't <laughs> the dogs weren't running them out on the ice. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That saves. Yeah. That saves. The, wasn't it? It must have been two years ago. Then you told us that somebody had found one out in the ice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't last year yeah. then. Every year, there's usually every year somebody will find a big one out there mm-hmm. if it freezes early enough. Right. You know, right. before they drop their horns. But. Right. Well, um, we listened to a, or I listened to a recent THP podcast, and uh, I was with Joe Rentmeester. He's a Wisconsin guy, but he's really accomplished bow hunter. Shot some really big bucks, especially in swamp lake areas, and um, he said that one of his his most uh, one of his least fun seasons was when he shot a buck on opening day yeah. and never got to hunt the entire season. And we talk all the time about how the best seasons were if we could make it our way is you hunt all season long and kill one on the last day. Yeah. Right? That's a good hunting season. You know, when it, it's like I've shot, you tag out early or something, but that's when you bring your buddies. Right. Just oh, yeah. Go for the experience. Sure. Right. You know, and I joke, I don't bring them out. You ain't got to bring a gun. Just bring them out. Go with them. Right. Be with yeah. Them. Right. Well, oh, I mean, I'll that, get right behind one of these guys and just double team with them. Yeah, awesome. anything. Yeah, yeah well, I anything. mean that's great for us with a camera now too. Yeah, it's yeah perfect fall, for that. Yeah. Yeah. I put a lot of my friends, big bucks, in front of a lot of my friends, and you know what? They always let me down. <laughs> <laughs> but they, one of the biggest well, hey, rack you, bucks I have ever seen. I right. mean, my brother-in-law, he didn't get him. Right. We were, right. and I mean, it was like a dream situation. Right. right. And that just happened. You know. It's just, it's fun to see how other people hunt too. Me and Corey hunt almost exactly the same. I feel like if you put us in the same area, we would uh, we would hunt it the same. Yeah. But I haven't spent a lot of time hunting with Bailey, um, like one on one. And it'd be fun for me to spend some time with you and just watch you and let you make your own decisions. Just see how you hunt the woods. You never know what probably you take really away fast. from somebody. <laughs> yeah, you like to move like, pretty quick. Like a, I mean, you know how I am. Turkey hunting mm-hmm. is probably probably pretty right. similar. Just same with you. If the, if the opportunity ever presented itself, I'd love to spend the day on snow with you and just yeah. see how you move through the woods. See, it, yeah, and that's fine. And, like, for me, it's like I'm always alone. But, like, me and my brother are completely different mm-hmm. at everything. Mm-hmm. But if we're hunting the same area, he already knows what I'm going to be doing in a situation, sure. and I already know whereabout he's going to be without even talking about it. Right. right. I already have an idea, yeah. and it's just, it, you know, things like that work out. But when we went together, it's like I'm so used to being alone, I don't even know how to work with you guys. When we're, <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, like – You seeing anything? Yeah, pretty much. Like I'm doing this, and, and it's, I'm so f- 
I get so focused sometimes, like, with what I'm going to do that it's like nothing else even matters. Sure. Like, good luck. I'll sure. see you at the truck kind yeah. of thing. Well, it's funny what you said about your brother because Corey and I are completely different, too, in the way that we hunt. Because Corey is like I, – I, I don't even know how to explain, like, the way Corey is, like, how he's always thinking, like, ten steps ahead and putting all this stuff and pieces of the puzzle together. And I'm just – I'm simple-minded. I really am. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm simple-minded. Me, too. And I just <laughs> usually go out there and walk through the woods and hunt and just kind of go off my natural instinct. Yep. And Corey, I feel like, is way more meticulous in the way that he goes about it. Yeah. I think it leads to some overthinking, though, honestly, too. Yeah, well, it's a double-edged sword. I've had that happen to yeah. me where I've thought too much of where they, where I think they are, and then I walk by where they are showing me they are. Yes. And then you, it's like, oh, I'm going up into that mountain because they're going to be up in the green growth on top uh-huh. of the mountain. Well, they're not a lot of times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. We're going we're gonna to blurp this out because I have to say it makes sense for you, but Corey, but I'm how many times do we come out of that lower swamp at the end of the day, and we always say the same thing? Man, there's a lot of does in here. Man, there's a lot of does in here. And we'll come in the very next day and be like, man, remember all those does yesterday? All right, straight to the top we go. <laughs> we walk right by it's it It's so all. funny you yeah. said that because for the first time this past season, I spent some time down there. It's the latter half of one of the days where there was snow, and I was blown away with what I was finding down there with the big tracks, the big sign, and the amount of deer that we knew were down there. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. But that can be deceiving because it is. There, maybe a few days mm-hmm. of that month, they're right. going to be there in daylight. And other than that, if right. at all, they're not. Sure. Definitely. Because they're coming down. Because if they were, they'd be killed. Mm-hmm. Well, the only reason it came to mind was, was our last guest, Christian Bills, when he was telling us a story about how he was walking out with his cousins or some friends, one of the two, and they decided to push off this one last piece because they were headed towards that parking area anyways. And it's the same thing. It's like if we just let one guy continue out the way we always do and somebody swings back towards where me and you were meeting up and then work back towards the trail, you could push that whole swamp to that other guy just doing it because you're leaving anyways. And who knows what what would come out of it. And and, and Christian ended up shooting a slammer in there. Yeah, I I listened to that story. That was really interesting. And I'm interested in that stuff because I I know spots that would work. Mm -hmm. I'm just always alone. Right, but right. I, you know, on bare ground, it's like, what else are you gonna do? I mean, that's what we're doing sit. this year. We Dude, Christian we... convinced us like that is what we are going to do this year. Todd told us the same thing, but three years ago we were very new to all this, and we were like kind of ignorant to some to some of the advice that we were being given. And like Todd was right, we should have been hunting together all along, yeah. hunting cohesively, and we're going to do that this year on bare ground. When yeah. when the snow flies, free for all. Yeah, yeah. free for all. But, but in, in the, I mean, was that there's a hawk flying over us with a snake. Oh yeah! Right now. <laughs> Catch Sorry. them all. If it Squirrel. was home, it'd be a rattlesnake. <laughs> yes, we did run into a rattlesnake today up, yeah, up in we the did. woods. It was. Yeah. I was very close to it. <laughs> yeah. Thank God they're not out in November. Oh, uh, we, that's we, exactly what we said. Oh, well, we're we're walking up, and I'm like. If these things were out in the fall, I would be dead. Or many of us could be dead. I don't. I think it'd be an inevitable that you'd get bit at some point. Maybe. It really would just. It's not a matter of if. It's just when because there's so many of them. Yeah. It's, yeah. How, do you know quite a bit like about the rattlesnakes? I guess. What do you mean? In the Adirondacks, like I don't think they're all over. I think it's just around where I live. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But like. I guess I don't, I don't know where I was going with it, but I'm, I'm just curious. Like, what, what, he's like, what like intrigued now that I'm he saw. So, it, I'm we, so intrigued. All he wanted to Bailey. see today was a rattlesnake. And he saw one. 
Google. I know. <laughs> well, we I talked have, about but, having a biologist on that maybe could kind of expand on it. Yeah. If, they've done any if, there's, if there's anybody out there who knows anything about rattlesnakes and the Adirondacks, get a hold of us. Because yeah. I'm curious now. You're like, you took us off a perfectly good topic. We're swinging. We got to swing Sorry, back to guys, that. We got to swing look, back. This to is that. what I do. Yeah, this whatever I do. <laughs> but when you're on the bare ground, like, why not work together? Because the chances of us still hunting a buck by chance and killing them is just it's too far yeah you know it's, it's too hit or miss see for me especially since i've had children the bare ground is more of when i'm getting my scouting in mm-hmm. right. but even i found like the last it's like i've been hunting the last the last few years i've been hunting the same areas rather than just all over yes and it's like why do i don't need to scout this anymore what am i doing you right. know right. but i feel like i'm losing time before the snow comes, that I'm really just kind of like wandering around, messing yeah. around with trail cameras when they should have already been up in August. <laughs> right. But, you know, but I'm working time. 80 right. hours a week in August or whatever, so you can't, or yeah. vacations and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so. And we're not talking drives, you know, we're just talking. Still just, hunts. Yeah, just, just working yeah. a mountain together and, and maybe you bump one to each yeah. other and then share information and then we'll hit the next mountain over, well, the next swamp over. We're going to figure out this year how, how yeah, it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it yep. goes because that's what we're going to do. And and um, it'll be good for Adam, too, because poor Adam, like, we walk like jerks out in the woods. <laughs> I mean, we walk Mach 10. And it's just, yeah, Adam, you have, any, you, have any, you have any words for us about how we walk? No, I mean... You guys just long strides, man. You just take off. I, and I get it, man. Like, it's not cool because there will be days where I'm not feeling it and, and Bailey's just hoofing it. And it's like, dude, we are smoking right now. Like, you got to dial it back a bit. I mean, we are doing a full-blown exercise my, at this my point. My legs can only stretch so far. <laughs> so it gives us an opportunity to, to bring him into the hunt with us now. Like, dude, let's work this mountain off together. We're going to take it nice and easy. You guys we are nicer than me. I'd leave you behind. <laughs> my brother's like, I'll see you. you. <laughs> I'll see you at the, at the truck. Well, I can tell you. I could tell you. Oh, there's so much commotion going on right now. <laughs> Go it's getting get heated, him, brother. Uh, well, I can tell you a funny story about uh, Adam one day when we did leave him in the dust. <laughs> Brad on a mountain that we all hunt. You hunt it too. Yeah. Uh, Brad shot into a buck, and we're all like, Corey and I, our, we had our cousin Tyler with us. We're all like, oh, let's go. We're, we're going, and Adam's all pumped up. Well, we start going, and we're like, we're headed to the buck. We're, we're going fast. And Adam... <laughs> Adam's falling behind a little bit with his short legs. And all of a sudden, we stop for one second. He catches up to us, and he just looks at us with this, like, mugged face on. Are you kidding me? And we're like, like what? He goes, we really going to run to this buck? And we're all just kind of look around, and I look at Corey, and Corey looks at Adam. And he goes, yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Took off. Right to, right to, we never found the buck. But no, we didn't. Mind you. That, that ditch you were talking about earlier, that's where I was. Okay. <laughs> that's where I came from. So you had to go up and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, I walk pretty fast. You do. You get along just fine. So, yeah. Machine sure gun wraps, man. Just move them like <laughs> 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 yeah. Bounce off the trees. Uh, I'm, like a, it. I'm like a bear cub going through the woods. <laughs> but, no. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what do you guys think? Yep. Another good one. Another good one. After the season, we'll bring Adam back on. He can tell us how it's all big boxy shots. I'd like to do what we talked about, what I'd say in the text. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we certainly will. All right, guys. As always, go give us a follow and like on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all under Adirondack Bucks and Beyond. And we'll catch you next time. Adam, thanks for coming on. Yeah.